0: everybody welcome back to another episode of authentic life radio i'm stephanie ravenscraft i'm sarah i love this (laughs) (laughs) how are you i'm um i'm up and down but i'm doing well good um yesterday um my nanny who is my dad's mom's um a lot of people when i was growing up when i talked about my nanny they thought that i had like A babysitter who was a nanny yeah um no my oldest cousin could not say granny so he called her nanny and it stuck so my my dad's mom my grandma is referred to as nanny and um, nanny has been in the hospital for a little over two weeks now and yesterday she asked for all of her extended care to be stopped and that um we let her go because she's tired, mm-hmm. and um, so she was moved to hospice today. I'm so and sorry. I will be going to say um, my goodbyes tomorrow. So I'm having moments, sure. but um, honestly, honestly, uh, I'm at peace. Um, I've been praying for peace for um, over a week now, and and I love that um, that it's her choice. Mm. It's her decision. She is always been my strongest female influence in my life, and
1: one of the strongest women that I know. I agree with you when I'm when I've been around her. Her strength, it, it exudes from her. That because strength, her courage, it just it just comes out. You can just and she, and it's so comforting to be around a strong, confident, courageous woman.
0: It, it absolutely is. And to have, have to have that throughout your life? To have that throughout mm-hmm. my life. To have that as as a hand that um, helped raise me. We once I moved in with my with my dad when I was nine, we lived on a family farm. Um Nanny and and my papa were within walking distance. I, you know, stood in their kitchen in the mornings when it was cold mm-hmm. waiting for the bus. I spent many, many days just hanging out and and being around them. They're really, um, really, truly the strongest female influence in my life. And, you know, last Saturday, so like two Saturdays ago now, Cliff and I were um, at the hospital with my dad and and I was thinking, I'm sitting there and Nanny was kind of, in and out. Um, and, I, and I'm and i sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, seriously, yes, she's 90 years old. Yes, she weighs under 85 pounds because she lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's in and out and she's been really sick for... She's still the strongest woman in the room. Like, she's still the strongest person I know. And... Um, so I've been praying for peace for me, for my family, um, for my nanny. And I, I didn't know, I didn't know, I'm going to try to say this and, and make my words sound right. And I hope that you can hear my heart when I say it. I didn't know if praying for healing was the right, was um, the right ask. and And so I prayed for peace. That's beautiful.
1: Our our bodies wear out. Our bodies wear out. Yeah.
0: And it She was alive, mm-hmm. but she wasn't living. Mm-hmm. And she hated every moment of that. Absolutely. And so I I have I'm my sorry. ups and downs. I um randomly burst out into tears. And but if I can get that out now so that when I go and I say goodbye, that that is me saying thank you and that I love you and that I'm not bringing my weepy mess in there because that's not the place for it, um, then I, I'll consider that a win. <laughs> so I'm doing well. I'm at peace. I am accepting. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, our bodies are not what define us. Our spirits do, and that spirit that your nanny has always possessed, that's passed on to you. That legacy and that's passed on to your girls continues, and she's going to get to be able to go to heaven and be the the nanny and the strength and the strong and courageous woman that she was created to be, even too even better because there will be nothing that's going to hold her back in whatsoever. And And I believe that. I know that. I know that. I, I'm just so sorry for your loss in that sense. But the hope that we have is that we're just going to a better, I mean, we truly are going to where we were created to, to be from the beginning. Absolutely. I, um, and for me, I'm just so, I'm grateful for your nanny. I mean, the times that I was around her were just (laughs) awesome. She included me. It didn't matter. I mean, she knew oh that you goodness. loved you. She knew you loved me. You don't come me.
0: into her house full because you're going to be fed anyway. Correct. If you've done wrong, you will be chased with the broom. Mm-hmm. And which, which here's... So I get I get my height and my build from my nanny. Mm-hmm. So here is this woman who is like 5'3". Um, I, I would say that when i was growing up she was probably like around 150 in weight and she birthed some big men yes she did but she
1: will beat them with the broom if need be <laughs> but i mean and and so and i knew that like when i walked in i mean but i amid, immediately felt like i was just a part of the family and um Her pork chops and her biscuits are out of this world. And green beans. You're right, and her green beans. And (laughs) I loved picking tomatoes in her garden. And so there are just... So I'm thankful for like just her in general. Um, But I'm extremely grateful that she taught you to be strong, that she taught you to be courageous, that what she spoke over your life, what she modeled for you, you took that and you and you ran with it and then look what you and then look at that legacy that's continuing through Megan and McKenna and that to me your grandma your nanny although she really will be living cuz she's going yes. go, she's truly yes. going home Absolutely. but she will continue to live here yes, on will. this earth because of what she gave to you all and that is like and so i'm extremely grateful that i got to be a part of of that legacy because of my relationship with you and your girls. So um, I'm truly sorry for your loss. Thank you. I really, really am. And I hate that for you.
0: Um, Thank you. You're welcome. On a brighter note, can we find one?
1: (laughs) Well, not really. Because I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I was like, something happened to me, but I'm not going to tell you. (gasps) Because it's, she wants my like yeah, so authentic I, yeah, there reaction. You go. There you go. Um so um <laughs> so we we came to um my parents um and um sister came up for my my brother's wife's having a baby, his yes. first baby. Right. Okay. Yes. So we um So they came up for the shower and um they spent the night with me on Thursday and so we I had Friday off. We were gonna we we're all three of them spent the night with you? Yeah. Okay. So, so we get up. We go to McDonald's, which we always, with my parents, we always go to McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> I think my, if my daddy goes to heaven, my mom's going to find Ronald McDonald and marry him. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. I, I think that she would. But anyway, so we, so we went to, had our breakfast at McDonald's, which we normally, we go. Daddy fills up his coffee. I fill up my um, large drink. Um, I'm sure my my mom filled up her large drink with diet. I have put a little bit of um, uh, coke, regular Coke in it to make it a Coke, as my dad would call it a Coke one because it's not Coke, coke zero right. because you got the Coke because you got the regular Coke in it. So yeah. I filled up my large. My mom's got her large. We're going down Mall Road. And literally my sister has turned around and because the three of them live in Tennessee and it's just a different, it's different there. I mean, it's totally, it's it is totally different. It's better if you ask Agreed. Me. <laughs> but we're not, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of, of this area. Just, there's a lot of things, but.
0: There's a lot of reasons, but, but, record, but my sister- I, I'm from here, and I'm not always a big fan of this area. Right,
1: so my sister literally has turned around, and she said, I cannot believe the drivers up here. They are terrible. They are so rude. Whatever. We are at a dead stop, and all of a sudden, it's like a bomb goes off. We are hit from behind with a man going at least 50 miles an hour. He has fallen asleep at the wheel, and... I mean, seriously, like I thought like a bomb had gone off. he He's in a pickup truck. There's a pickup truck in front of us. So we are sandwiched in between two trucks.
0: Okay. This going to be somebody we know.
1: No, but this is, that's the front. I'm showing her pictures. That's the front because it hit the hitch. So that went off. That's that. I'm in the back with no seatbelt on and he is literally through the yeah. trunk. Um, and coming at, coming at me. Hold on.
0: Why didn't you have a seatbelt on? In the back seat.
1: Yeah, I, Sarah. I, I you always that. you always wear a I, seatbelt. I understand that. I, we were going, you know, like we were just going very close, and so I just yeah. didn't. I honestly didn't think about it. Okay, so anyways, I so I'm in this car accident, and I of course this is Authentic Life Radio. I'm a good Christian girl, right? <laughs> and I love Jesus, but I have a go-to word when something bad happens.
0: <laughs> just
1: one, because I have a thing. Yes, it is one word. And I'm like, so it's I I'm, I won't I, I spell it just because of I don't know if there's it happens to be kids in a room I don't know I, I
0: think we're just gonna have to put like a blatant like this is now an explicit podcast
1: <laughs> yes yeah, Sarah Raider's explicit uh, Sarah yeah whatever you were my name is last week I did say ass yes, didn't you I did
0: and you just said it again Dang it. there you go
1: we're now an explicit. Show. Shoot fire. Anyways. <laughs> See, that's normally who I am. Shoot fire. Okay. I promise you. Shoot fire. It comes out. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Uh. But so this word. And so like, I mean, no, I mean, there's glass everywhere. There is. Um, word's probably I bit not my even t- that bad. I bit my tongue. i got blood in my mouth. I'm like, I can't bend my, I mean, like, I really, like, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my mom is a mess. I mean, my parents, I mean, the car is obliterated. I mean, right. it's totaled. It's awful. And I just kept saying, S-H-I-T, (laughs) S-H-I-T. And so like my mom, my mom's like, Sarah, stop it. You can't say that. So it's my good Christian mama saying that. But then, so then I was like, oh, she's right. So then I start praying. (laughs) And so then I start praying, but, um. And then my mom starts saying, "Where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? Where are my glasses?" She's saying that while I'm trying to pray in the midst of saying a curse word and um it's it's a it's a mess, but her glasses have flown i mean it just was a terrible, terrible accident so um we end up uh both of us getting my mom and I got a r- ride to the hospital and um in, in ambulances i got the sirens even it was got my Check jeans cut off because they couldn't they were trying to figure out I had a broken bone in my leg it was just it was it was a it was a it was a disaster um but my dad and sister are um they say they're okay because they were both wearing their seatbelt. you know praise mm-hmm. god for that and um so they were so they were out take trying to get us you know the emt's taking care of us and um, I did find out later that my dad had his golf clubs in the back of his, in the back of his, um, in the trunk. Um, those are okay, in case you're wondering, P.S., because he had them out on the side of Ball Road speaking about one by one, one of them. I wanted to check them? To check, and yes. he was like holding them up to make sure that they're not bent. Yes, yeah, so that, you Such know, that, thinking, yeah. it was good. So, you know, if you're just wondering, P. your leg's P. broken, but the golf clubs are fine. They're sir. perfectly fine, you know, just in case you're wondering. Um, so, uh, but they, and so uh, they had all their stuff packed. They were going to my brother's that night. They had all their stuff packed in the back. So, Um, They have to start emptying that out. My dad and my sister got a ride in the back of a cop car, which I do have a picture of that as well, in case where they took a selfie. And they had all of their stuff in the back. Um, And so so then they get dropped off at um, at the the hospital, and like they're unloading all of the stuff, golf clubs, all their bags and everything at the ER. (laughs) So anyways, but... But um, truly, like we we were all really bruised, and, but there was no like no neck injuries, no anything. I mean, I'm still I'm swollen and bruised, but um, to truly walk away from something like that was unbelievable, and, and it just it was it was crazy to experience that. But I found out today, and this is what I kind of wanted to go to. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Is um, we found out that the guy wasn't insured. And what had happened was he had fallen asleep. He had fallen asleep at the wheel and had, you know, had just ran into us going that fast. So found out that he's he's not insured and not sure what's going to end up happening with all the insurance stuff. So that's something that I found out today. And um, I was totally God helped me to understand just because when growing up in the in the Christian community, it's really hard to describe divorce. It's really hard to describe um, what happens when a family is destroyed, you know? Yeah. And so it felt like, so God was like, gave me this wonderful example of, I'm, now I'm using my dad as an example because I understand, me too, that I'm a terrible, I'm not a terrible, I'm I'm actually a good driver. But, and he's, you know, but he's made mistakes in the past, obviously driving and he's, he's messed some things up and, and, um, and he knows that he acknowledges it, you know, whatever. I know that I, as a driver, I've messed up. I've blown some things. I've totally screwed some things up. Same thing. So in my marriage, I understand that I screwed things up. I, I did things wrong. I, whatever. But when you're blindsided by a divorce and someone not wanting that it's like setting it in a it's like setting at a red light you think everything's okay you're talking to your family you're doing what you normally do and then all of a sudden out of nowhere something in the rear yeah like this huge crash and it was like truly like an explosion and it's surreal and you don't you you can't get your bearings and it just and all of these things and it just it obliterates it, what you thought you knew and it and it totally destroys everything and you have all of this collateral damage that that's just everywhere. And the guy that was behind Kentucky's a no fault state, both in driving and in divorce. And so like, there's just this, it felt like for, again, I, I know that I messed up as a wife. I know that I've messed up as a mom. I know that I've messed up as a friend. Um, I have, I have, you know, there's all of these things, but, um, it was like, he gets to walk away because my parents are the one now dealing with all the insurance stuff. Um, We're the ones dealing with the physical ailments. My parents have to go buy a new car. I mean, again, I'm so grateful. I mean, like these are, you know, small things. I get that. I mean, yes, they, I mean, it's, they're inconvenient, but that's exactly what I feel like um, happens sometimes in divorces where there's all this collateral damage and yet somebody's able to walk away in the, in the moment. Mm -hmm. In the moment, I will say in the moment. And it feels like that there's nothing that's happened. And so God gave me that analogy today to help me to understand that, um, or to help me try to explain what divorce is like, because I'm really having a heart right now. And I don't know if this is where God will, because I've always had a heart for women and and all of that. But especially in the Christian community, there's just no way. If you've never been through a divorce, if your family has never... Yeah, and, and you have it from a different perspective as I a do. child. I've been the child of multiple divorces, correct? And 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 so, but I know lots. Of, for me, it was so foreign, and so I think sometimes it's just like there's just this explosion, and you don't know what to do with it, and it, you can't fix it. Like there, there's no way that 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 car is can ever be c- can be repaired. Mm-hmm. It is totaled. Um, and so what the insurance companies they'll total, I don't know what they'll end up doing it, but there's no way to ever get that car back. And there's no way. I'm glad my dad has his golf clubs. I mean, that's, there we go.
0: (laughs) I mean, priorities there. Right. So there
1: are some things that are just totally like just totaled. And there's some things that good things that you can take away from it and do all of that, like the golf clubs. But at the end of the day, the, everything is destroyed. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do with that? At kind of thing. That's exactly what, um, what divorce has been like for me has been this out of the blue well it well, what happened in the beginning um was out of the blue, and then as you know as some years went on, and then I realized that 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 couldn't be fixed or wasn't people were not well it wasn't fixable right um you did good there thank you <laughs> you, you did good there. um that you know you just have to total right the marriage and and walk away and take away what you can and understand that God's going to give you new things out of it. And that's exactly what I'm, I'm hoping for. Um, but it takes a long time for healing to happen, um, in a lot of ways. So it was just a really, it was really interesting today to, to think about that, um, for me in just my, in my life, you know? Yeah. I love that analogy like I really do.
0: Thank you. And and thinking, you know, when my parents um when my parents divorced, I was too little. I don't re- I have no memory of that. I know all of the fighting that came after, but I don't have any, any memory of, of the actual, you know, splitting of homes and, you know, splitting of time until later on. But when I was a teenager, I was living with my dad and his second wife and they divorced and they had been married since I was, I think four. So that was, that was a a big traumatic thing for us, um, kids and my, one of my brothers and I, um, took that rather hard because we were the ones who were left behind, those were our feelings at the time. Obviously, if you asked us both now as adults, we we would explain that differently. But at the time, th- those were our feelings and left to feel as if we had to choose sides. And it was easy to choose sides because we were left behind. And, and so I, I understand, but I, I do absolutely love that analogy because, you know, things blew up and it was never going to be the same. And it it put not only was it dividing the home of parents, but it actually split siblings as well. And lines were drawn and things happened that were out of our control because we were children. And um, so I, I just, I, I I'm not going to go all into my, you know, sad story but uh,
1: <laughs> because it would turn from sad to bitter really quickly <laughs> bless your heart and i'm you know and that's exactly what you have you and this is way with anything i'm not
0: carrying bitterness no, no you're not n- no i just need to explain that to people I, i'm i'm 41 years old i'm not still carrying bitterness from something that happened when i was 14 but um but it is an emotion or a feeling that i went through in my
1: process of grieving that I love that I love that explanation and there it's a process and that's not I'm not just talking about divorce I mean it can but that's my experience I mean it could be the loss of um the loss of a home because of a fire or 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 a natural disaster or a job or a family member or whatever it's just like things you want you think life's going on a certain path, you're traveling down this road and you think everything's okay. Cause it's a road that you've traveled. I've traveled mall road. I don't know how many times and everything right. was, you know, everything's always been fine. And then all of a sudden you're stopped doing what you're supposed to be doing or what you think. Well, that's obviously the law. You stop at a red light, but you do <laughs> what you're supposed to be doing. And then all of a sudden you're, you're just hit out of nowhere, and, out of nowhere. and you're like, and it takes a long time for you just physically to process it. Yes. I mean, like, I, like you you know,
0: know, McKenna and I were just having this conversation, uh um we drove past an accident um one day over the weekend and um she's like, Wow, that you know, I don't the whole back of the car was off of the car. Mm-hmm. And just talking about, you know, um how did she say it? I don't remember exactly what she said, but we were talking about how it doesn't just, you know, disturb the day. it it disturbs your week and your month and you you know, you're, and continually your insurance rates go up. You have to buy a new car, you know, you, you have to rent a car until you can buy a new car. And so just talking about how that just the steps that you have to go through just to purchase a new car in a car accident and, and, you know, your rates are, they will stay elevated. They, they will stay up. And, um, yeah, I'm glad you're okay, but wear your seatbelt. Even in the back seat for short distances. Come on, Sarah. I got
1: it. I got it. And, you know, and so, but I was just thinking about the dang seatbelt. i have seat to belt. tell Cliff.
0: Um, obviously, Cliff sold it insurance for, for many, many years. He can tell you, um, if you're not wearing a seatbelt, you will, if you're hit from behind, you will move forward 100 times your body
1: weight. Oh, well dang well we don't want to talk about my so, body weight but no so. but
0: no but that is the force with sure. So like the fact that you didn't go through the windshield is pretty dang amazing it's it,
1: it's I'm, i mean seriously it, what we walked away how we were all four of us truly i mean mm-hmm. i obviously left on a stretcher to begin with but five then I walked golf clubs good point <laughs> Good point. The golf clubs I'm surprised my dad didn't have those in the seatbelt instead of me. Um no, just kidding, my daddy loves me. Um were they bubble wrap in the bag. Correct. I mean my from now on. I tell you what. Or put them in their own seatbelt or harness. I'm not well, they're quite not sure. Cheap. No
0: cheap. Uh, no.
1: Um but but I was just thinking about the seatbelt. So and then so when now that I've experienced it, obviously now I'm gonna yeah. be more Uh, aware that I need my seatbelt. And same thing moving forward in life right now. I feel like I have to, there's so many things that I, I process in a different way because I've experienced something so traumatic and, and I can either let God transform that and use it for good and, and understand I need to wear my seatbelt, but that also, I don't, in a moving car, but I can also take my seatbelt off when I need to get out of the car, you know, like, yes. so, so I'm trying to figure out what that means moving forward in life of being safe, secure, smart, wise, but also not living in fear that I'm going to get into a, to another blown up explosion of my life. And that's a really, really hard, hard thing to do because now what, I mean, seriously, what I'm driving now okay. Um, this is my second sibling who's
0: called in 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to. Okay. I don't even know how to pause this. Okay. I'm going to let it run and have Cliff edit it. That's perfect. Twenty five, twenty two. Okay. So obviously um, my sister just called and um, my nanny is in heaven. And I thank God that she's not in pain anymore. And I would ask that if you could pray for my family as we um, grieve and say goodbye, that would be very much appreciated.
1: I am blessed to have been loved by her. Yes, you are. I'm so sorry. I don't even know like there aren't any there aren't even any words.
0: Those are the right words.
1: I know. I understand that. I I do understand that. I just when somebody's hurt, you can't you can't fix it. You can't do anything. I just But you know what?
0: I'm not hurting.
1: Okay? And neither is she. It's <laughs> exactly right. Neither is she.
0: And I knew when my dad texted me yesterday that there was a very real possibility that I would not make it over there in time. Okay. But I saw I saw nanny on her last lucid day. <laughs> and she was sitting up in the chair. She was drinking coffee. she was giving her nurses a hard time. <laughs> and um, <coughs> And I was able to tell her that I loved her. And the words the, all of the other words are about me. Mm. and
1: And that's okay. I admire you for continuing to talk to show your to show you the strength of who you are and your character. Thank you. To know that it is about Nanny in the sense of just she's good. She's a, she's the peace. The peace that you had prayed for. Um she's experiencing in ways that well we can't understand until we get there. Right. And um and I believe that she's uh, reunited with my papa.
0: Uh-huh. Um They've been apart for twenty-two years. He died twenty-two years ago, and they were married for over fifty. And so it's
1: um. So I always think it is well with my soul. I love that. So I think about the things that that I want to do when I get home to heaven. (laughs) And one of them now, one of my things I'm going to put is half a cup of coffee with your nanny. <laughs> I'm being serious. I have um, I want to have a beer with C.S. Lewis at at a pub. Ooh, I, that's I mean, awesome. I, I feel like that there's all these different. I mean, what we were supposed to experience here, without with just goodness and and no sin in the way, that's what we'll experience in heaven. I mean, it'll just be on this whatever. And so right. I cannot wait to sit down with nanny. What? I'm hoping that she's cooking pork, well, pork chops for Jesus, but he's a juice with a deep pig. I don't know; it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's just what chicken and dumplings will work <laughs> perfect, <laughs> and, and her biscuits. And I want—I totally can see her serving like Absolutely. a bunch of people cooking it because that's who she was. I mean, she loved to do it, and like so, she'll be cooking. But I really want to have a cup of coffee with her and just tell her the impact that she she continues to have. I mean, look at the people, the women that you're able to minister to and to serve because of Nanny's legacy. And that is unbelievable to me. And um, which also helps me to understand that I want to leave that kind of legacy. Did I? I really do. And she lived on a small farm in Kentucky. And. Do you know? Not very many people literally knew her name. Like they know yeah. your name. No, no. Or Nor.
0: Everyone calls her Nanny. Correct. Everywhere we go, Nanny Snow. Um, her name is Betty Jane. Mm-hmm. And um, when I asked her if I could name McKenna after her, she goes, Oh God, don't name that kid Jane. Or don't name that kid Betty. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, No, I'm. I'd like to name her Jane. And um and <laughs> a more fitting great grandchild could not have
1: received her name. <laughs> Correct.
0: And I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter.
1: No, because um, Nanny would have been wearing the Cinderella the dress with the with the Nerf gun and the football and the helmet football as, well. Well. as well. She would have. I mean, she that's exactly you're exactly right. What we talked about last week and just of who Janie is. I mean, that's exactly again and your your nanny lives on through what she has left behind to go truly home and i'm but i'm I'm so sorry I'd- thank you it will be um
0: it will be different, and it will be strange, and it will be new, <laughs> but life was contended to move forward. And I loved her. And she loved fiercely. And the greatest thing that I can do is move forward and love fiercely those that God has put in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born the day before Nanny's birthday. So my next birthday might be a little hard but this is the way that the world is death was not intended no when god created nope
1: and that's why it's just so unnatural it's it's unnatural because life is how we were created to live. And that's why Jesus came.
0: And she lived her life and she lived it well in the time that God gave her. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to do with the time that God gives me. Whether that's another day, another year, or another 50 years. That's what I'm going to do. I know you will. I know you will. I think now would be
1: a really good time to ask a question. Do you want to keep going? Um, or do you just want to leave this today as, you know what? I've I've given what I can do. I've been authentic. I, think I don't I think we can. can be any more authentic than what we've just experienced. And I don't
0: I, think we can. And I have another sibling calling, and he's going to be so pissed if I don't answer the phone. But I'll call him back as soon as we're done. Yeah.
1: Guys, we obviously we love you. And coming from... My sister, Steph, who's sitting here continuing to record, I hope you understand the love that she's putting into this because, um, she wants to share her life with you and she's doing it so beautifully, so fiercely, and so strong. And, um, just pray for, for her family and pray for, um, what the good that God can bring out of, um, out of what's going to happen at the, at the celebration of life and, and the continued things that their family will go through as, as you know, everybody, most people know what it's like to lose a loved one. What all goes in there. It's just not just this one thing. It's thing after thing, after thing, what we were just talking about at the beginning of the podcast. So if you'll just cover um, their family in prayer, um, I would appreciate that coming from just someone who loves this family, but um, we, uh, we look forward to coming back next week and, and, and the week after to share with you the good that God brings out of this, um, out of this podcast, out of, out of Nanny's legacy. And, um, we love you guys until next time. Be authentic.